Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Wednesday, April 13th, 2022. I'm Rich Straffolino. The makers of the privacy-focused search engine DuckDuckGo launched an invite-only beta for the DuckDuckGo for Mac browser. The WebKit-based browser will automatically manage cookie consent pop-ups, use HTTPS whenever available, block trackers, and allow for site-by-site clearing of stored data. It also includes a password manager with syncing between browsers planned as a future feature. DuckDuckGo said a Windows version is coming soon. Meta confirmed that for virtual items sold through its Horizon Worlds app, Meta's Oculus platform will take a 30% commission on transactions, with the Meta App Store taking a 25% commission on the remaining transaction, meaning Meta receives 47.5% of every transaction. Meta previously announced back in February that the Quest Store surpassed $1 billion in revenue since launching in 2019, saying at GDC last month that 124 apps had reached over $1 million in revenue. Samsung's digital car key feature launched with support for the Genesis GV60. Now, Samsung updated its support documents to list the Genesis G90, Kia Niro, and several BMW models, although only in South Korea. Samsung's car key unlocks vehicles using ultra-wideband or NFC, although currently BMW and Kia models only use NFC. COVID lockdowns in Shanghai and Kunshan have caused Pegatron, Quanta, and Compel to suspend factory activity. Pegatron makes around 20-30% to 30% of all iPhones. Quanta is the world's biggest laptop manufacturer, with Dell and HP as key clients. 20% of its laptop capacity is in Shanghai. Compel makes laptops and tablets, including the iPad. Hundreds of companies have had to halt production in the Shanghai and Kunshan areas. Exceptions include iPhone assembler Luxshare ICT, which is still in operation in Shanghai on a closed-loop basis, meaning the staff is quarantining at work. Foxconn has done the same. Last year, T-Mobile confirmed that a data breach impacted the personal data of 30 million customers with the data for sale online. Recently, unsealed court documents show that the company hired a third party, which paid $200,000 in cryptocurrency to obtain the data and prevent a further leak. The data was obtained on the condition that the seller delete their copy, but court records state the seller continued to attempt to sell it again. Vivo announced its first folding phone is called the X-Fold, with an 8.03-inch folding screen on the inside and a 6.53-inch screen on the outside. It comes with two ultrasonic in-display fingerprint sensors, one for each screen. Vivo also claims that a small panel in the hinge pushes up and flattens out the crease to make the screen appear smoother when unfolded. It starts at 8,999 yen, that's around 1,400 U.S. dollars. Smartwatch maker Polar announced two new watches with GPS aimed at runners, the $199 Pacer and $299 Pacer Pro. Both feature upgraded processors and 5 megabytes of RAM, offer up to 35 hours of battery life with GPS on, and include Polar's Precision Prime heart rate monitoring. The Pro model also adds a barometer to better measure a runner's intensity level. The Pro is available now. The standard Pacer is up for pre-order, shipping in May. Bloomberg's Mark Gurman sources say Apple will not ship a blood pressure monitor on the Apple Watch Series 8. Apple reportedly still has issues with some of the tech, including looking for signs of hypertension. Gurman also expects non-invasive blood sugar monitoring capabilities on the Apple Watch to be several more years away. TikTok opened up public beta access to its AR platform called Effect House. Effect House launched in private beta last fall, used by roughly 450 creators to publish effects on the platform. 
A new report from the Interactive Advertising Bureau and PricewaterhouseCoopers says digital ad revenue in the U.S. jumped 35% to $189 billion last year, a much larger rise than the 12% growth rate of 2020. This year-over-year growth is also the highest the digital ad market has seen since 2006, with advertising on digital audio, like podcasts and stream music, growing the fastest, up 58% to reach $4.9 billion. Spotify rebranded its Greenroom Live audio app as Spotify Live. The standalone Spotify Live app will be open to live content from all creators, while live features integrated into the main Spotify app will offer select live content from original programming deals. Clubhouse began testing an in-room gaming feature across iOS and Android apps. Users can launch a playroom to play a game called Wild Cards, which provides a series of questions meant to generate conversation. Intel plans to achieve net-zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2040. By 2030, it plans to use 100% renewable electricity across its global operations and reduce supply chain emissions by at least 30%. Intel also hopes to achieve a five-fold increase in efficiency for its discrete GPUs by 2025. And finally, Apple released iMovie 3.0 for iOS and iPadOS, adding two new video creation features. Magic Movie will let users select a group of images and then automatically stitch together the best moments into a finished project with titles and music, available in 20 styles at launch. The new Storyboards feature provides a shot list recommendation for various types of videos, with placeholders in an editing timeline for different types of shots. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.